With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Happy Thursday, everyone. Thank you for joining us on your lunch break, and welcome into Catching Up with Bob LaBelle. I'm your host, Joe Perello of SweetSports.com. That's S-U-I-T-E, Sports.com. Check us out right now. We've got a big football preview going on. We finished all of our college football write-ups. Of course, big college football kickoff tonight. And the NFL looming on the horizon. We've got everything you need on each division. That's something you can check out a little later. But right now, I'm joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the face of Boston sports for nearly three decades, uh, Mr. Bob LaBelle. Bob, it's a little dreary today, but uh, how are you enjoying this lead-up to your Labor Day weekend? I think it's going to be fine. I think uh, the only issue I have, Joseph, is I'm, and you're not going to be facing this for a while, but I'm taking my uh, daughter to college uh, tomorrow, my youngest Ooh. daughter. I've got her, you know, I've I have a couple older kids that I did that with, but this is um, an emotional time for for the three of us, for mother, me, and her. So, you know, after yeah. tomorrow, and uh, I'm coming back, I'm doing uh, Saturday night at Fenway with the White Sox, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to play golf for a couple of days. I'm just, you know, trying to <laughs> get through it. Wow, sounds like a really complete weekend for you. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course you know the way the Red Sox are playing and and watching the Patriots, probably it's it's kind of like the Tim Tebow game tonight. You know, and I, I don't know how else to <laughs> yeah. put it, but uh, I mean I think he's going to make the team, but uh, there seems to be some in doubt in a lot of people's minds. But uh, I think yeah, whether or not he'll make around. it. Yeah, I think they're going to keep well, him around. Yeah, it seems like. It seems like the crafts are pushing really hard to keep him. They, they'd like to have him on the roster, just, you know, just bring a lot of positive publicity in a time where the, the team has undergone its fair share of negative publicity due to, uh, obviously, Aaron Hernandez. And I don't know if you've gotten around to reading this Rolling Stone article uh, that basically says he was a chronic user of uh, angel dust, PCP, whatever you want to call uh, the drug. He was heavily involved in a gang. Uh, Bill Belichick actually pulled him aside and said he needs to get a safe house you know, to get away from all, all of his friends, his old friends uh, and things like that. And then the rumors were that, you know, in this, in this article, it says that the Patriots were, you know, one move away from cutting Aaron Hernandez, but it's odd because all of that happened before he got the big, you know, $40 million contract extension and he still had, you know, a year or two left on his rookie deal. So I, I'm not going to say I, I don't trust this uh, article, but I don't know, Bob. What, what are your kind of thoughts on that? Do you buy this whole thought that the Patriots were this close to severing ties with him, or do you think this is, you know, somebody from inside the Patriots kind of trying to rewrite history to make it look like the uh, the franchise was doing a little more than it was? Well, you've asked 
the big questions. And yeah. unfortunately, usually the big questions are the ones with the big answers that, and that aren't yeah. available. First of all, let's take the contract. And the 40 is, is not really what it was. It was about $12 million, uh guaranteed. So, guaranteed, yeah. it, you know, they just put those big numbers on all their contracts, but it's always the guaranteed money that's the key stuff. So, you're not 40 down to 12. This is, you know, did Belichick get There's some stuff that jumped out at me. Belichick telling him to get a safe house. I don't know. I find that hard to believe. But on the other hand, the sources to this story, the sources to the Rolling Stone story, uh, to me, are uh, fascinating. Of course, they're unknown and unnamed, as you would expect. But Belichick has his share of enemies in and out Mm -hmm. of the organization. And so does Kraft. And, And clearly this was an opportunity if there are just even half-truths here, uh, there's an opportunity to go after Belichick and paint him in a bad light along mm-hmm. with Kraft as to who knew what when and who was protecting yeah. who when. So, yeah, they're going to have to testify. Belichick's going to have to testify. It'll be a, you know, I can't wait for that to happen. I'm, that's, yeah. more, <laughs> that's more interesting than Whitey Bulger testifying. I, Belichick going in and saying what he knew, and Kraft is going to do the same thing. It just seems to me that whoever is anti-Patriot, anti-Belichick, anti-Kraft hit the lottery because this is a perfect way to uh, get back at them because if nothing else, they do cherish their privacy and their image. And this has uh, stabs at both of them. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think you can look at it kind of both ways. You can look at it as the way that, you know, they value their privacy, so they didn't want to make this public, but they were trying to look out for Aaron and and deeply concerned about him. Or you could say they were trying to cover up the the guy Aaron Hernandez was this whole time behind closed doors. So I think it it really depends on whether you're pro-Patriots or anti-Patriots, how you take, you know, these allegations that Belichick was telling to get a safe house and all that. And then obviously there's, you know, Urban Meyer. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're right. You're bringing in the whole, the whole group, and uh, Urban Meyer yeah. will probably come take the stand because he coached Aaron Hernandez in Florida, and uh, yeah. So they'll go back, you know, to the history. So it'll all be, and I don't, I don't know that this is a federal case, but it's not a federal case. Probably not. It'll be televised. This could be huge before. Well, it will be yeah. when and if it happens. So the. I don't know, how can I put this? I, whatever perceptions this uh, the Rolling Stone article created, they're going to be out there until until the trial. Um, it's just, yeah. you know, the, the magazine, people around here are upset with them because they put uh, Joe Carr <laughs> on the cover. Uh, but, you know, the magazine, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And now... Uh, mm-hmm. The head coach of the Patriots and and the ownership are going to be dragged into this, whether they want to or not. But at some point, they're going to have to talk. It may not be now, but they're going to have to talk. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very, very interesting. And another thing, the story and it could affect alleges. the season. I mean, this this yeah. could have an impact on the season. Uh, yeah, you don't know what 
I'm sure Belichick will do whatever he can to distance this issue from the team's performance on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's going to be one of his biggest challenges this year, I think. Yeah, it's, it's almost going to be as big a challenge as finding someone to catch balls from Brady. But, yeah, I, I mean, and what, what I think is going to be most interesting, it, if Belichick has to testify – I mean, he's so good at dodging questions. <laughs> I'd love to see him uh, dodge questions from prosecutors. I think that would be yeah, really, really interesting. You, know you can dodge questions from the media uh, because yeah. they're cupcakes. So you're not going to be able to dodge questions from the prosecutor. I'm not. I think. I think that's going to be a, a whole different issue. He either did oh, yeah. what he did or he didn't. I don't know if the magazine. Yeah. I, I just find that jumped out at me that he got. He told advised Hernandez to get. You know, if Hernandez, in fact, did fly to Indianapolis and tell Belichick he was afraid for his life, that Belichick yeah. would advise him to get a private apartment and not tell anybody. I just can't yeah. imagine Belichick would do that. I mean, what you would, I, I think he'd go right to the police, first police, of all, yeah. uh, and say, look, you know, I'm, I'm more concerned about, I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid. I think people are, I'm not, somebody wants to kill me. Well, yeah. you know, there are just other, other ways that, it could have been handled. So more, as I said, more and larger questions are begging for more and larger answers. And they're not to be had. It's all about the the world of speculation. But I'll tell you what, it was a pretty good read. Yes, most definitely. And if those of you listening at home haven't read it yet, uh, I know everyone in Boston is really mad at Rolling Stone right now and doesn't want to read it. But just when well, you, you know, wanted to get out, never read it again. Know, Get over that. Read it online. You don't, you don't have to buy the paper. Just go on their website and punch on the picture of Hernandez. It'll be right there. It's called Gangster in the Huddle. Believe me, you won't be disappointed, and you won't have to feel like you're bending down and kissing gold, uh, Rolling Stone when you said you wanted nothing more to do with them. So just, I'd just relax and read it. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic read. And like you said about Belichick, the thought that he would tell him to get a safe house and not go to the police, that's another, you know, a little bit of food for Patriot haters to say, oh, you know, he was trying to keep this covered up. He wasn't trying to yeah. get any negative yeah. press oh, yeah, around no. his team. So, Bill fired. Uh, there's plenty of people that Bill fired at, at in this course here with the Patriots. And there are plenty of people that Robert Kraft alienated. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have to go very far to find the mm-hmm. enemies of the Patriots. Uh, they've, they've got their ton of friends and fans, and they've got a mm-hmm. – They've got some people that they alienated, so they're around, and I'm sure they'd be willing to talk, especially on uh, a no-name anonymous basis, which they did. Yeah, it's always easy to talk on that uh, anonymous basis, and well, I can't. Uh, you know what? I, and maybe they had maybe they had good reason to. So, yeah, I know it's not like an ideal situation. You always want to put your sources in there, but stuff yeah. was too hot to be uh, sourced out. Yeah, no, definitely, especially in a in a story like this where it seems that talking or spreading any kind of information uh, leads to people getting paranoid and apparently, you know, turning up missing. Uh, I guess we'll, uh, for this week, close the book on Aaron Hernandez. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention was that it did allege that Urban Meyer covered up uh, that shooting that came out, that uh, Hernandez was allegedly involved with a couple of former University of Florida players, including Marquise Pouncey, Mike Pouncey, uh, play for the Steelers and Dolphins, respectively, now, and Reggie Nelson, the safety. So 
very, very interesting stuff. I'm sure he'll have uh, a lot to answer for as well. Well, the question, other, other issues too, does Urban Meyer, will he have to go to Florida to, uh, to testify in that uh, situation, or does he have to come here to testify in Aaron? I'm, I'm certainly, yeah. certainly going to have him come here. I don't think question about it when the time comes. Yeah, I think he may, he may end up doing both. We'll see if uh, – I mean, that one is still considered an ongoing investigation down in Gainesville. So very, very uh, interesting situation with Aaron Hernandez, who it seems to be uh, – it seems that they will try to tie him to pretty much every murder in the state of Florida and all of New England for the next couple of years. <laughs> That's a good line. He's, at, he's at a rough right. summer. Who did it? Well, let's check with Aaron. If he didn't do it, you must know who did. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Like I said, and, and like you've written about in your blog a couple of times, been a been a really rough summer for Boston sports. But one thing that hasn't been rough is the Red Sox have been a really pleasant surprise, and we talk about them a lot. I wrote about Jake Peavy uh, and his pitching and kind of this pitching staff continuing to, you know, kind of the ones that are healthy surpass expectations. Um, got a game tonight. Uh, what do you kind of look at for uh, going into Labor Day weekend and kind of going down the stretch with the Red Sox right now? Uh, Obviously, you've got to be pretty pleased with the way the team's playing. Totally, and you got to be almost every game. Um, yeah. In the last two weeks, their starting pitcher has, you know, given them a terrific game and uh, lots of innings. Wacky last night. Uh, same thing. Three three. He didn't want to come out in the seventh or whatever it is. Uh, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have it set up now. It looks like Breslow and. And uh, Yui Har has just been lights out. So they, they seem to have everything in order. And you may have missed it. Uh, yesterday they made a deal and got this kid named Barry uh, from the minor yeah. leagues who's pure speed. It's like they have a lot of plotters on the Sox between Napoli and Gomes and uh, Big Poppy. And these guys really yeah. can't run, but this guy – Barry they got is pure speed, and uh, he's he's going to be weapon, and he might win a game or two for him uh, when yeah. they get to uh, the postseason. I, are they still there? Are they going to get there? Well, I think they are, but it's not guaranteed mm-hmm. yet. Well, certainly not guaranteed, and uh, the AL East Clearly always really really that. tough. So if the Orioles if the Orioles lose tonight, I mean the last game was a huge game for them. And if yeah. they lose tonight, it's just about over uh, for them. Yeah, so for I them. think you could pretty much flush them out, and it'll be yeah. all of, that will be left is Tampa Bay and yes, yes, the Yankees. So yeah, yeah. I, I got to ask you, what are your thoughts on this whole? You know, the Boston, you know, the Boston Red Sox were going through this period where they were talking about how they woke up the Yankees and how CC was throwing harder and all all this stuff. Do, do you buy into that at all? I mean, it's a big rivalry, but do you really think the the Red Sox could, you know? A band of professional base, highly paid baseball players could make could motivate them to that level. The thing, I think, the thing that legitimately, uh, if you want to say, motivated them was the acquisition of Alfonso Soriano and the return yeah. of A. Rod. They're a totally yeah. different team right now. So when you stick those two bats in the middle of the lineup, doesn't matter who you blame that woke them up. It's I mean, <laughs> Soriano's been. A, otherworldly since he's come back to New York. So yeah. no, those I think those two guys are the ones that that woke him up, not not Ryan Dempster. Uh although I yeah. I do not think that was a well planned out attack anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was. They're uh, playing better. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're. they're no, that was teams. certainly. Soriano was was an interesting thing because, you know, everybody was wondering just what he was going to give the Yankees, and he's obviously exceeded expectations. And my goodness, has A Rod exceeded expectations since he came back? I mean, this his team was pretty much actively rooting against him coming back, but the two of them have kind of ignited that team. Uh, just how shocking is that? Have you ever seen anything like this where you you know you're basically rooting for a guy to well, never play again, and then he comes back and, and kind of gets you going? I don't know, Joe. It's, it's, there's some really strange and interesting things happening. The whole story, I don't think. I mean, I, I people in Chicago got to be have to be wondering why he didn't play like this when he was with the Cubs. He just all of a sudden yeah. became a different player, and uh, yeah. maybe he just wasn't trying. Maybe he's been totally motivated by coming back to New York. I, I don't know. What, I can't answer that. I just know that uh, he's been. Uh, on fire, and either he he's the prime reason they're a totally different team. And so, what is their prognosis to make the playoffs? Well, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I, I I think they're going to give it a shot, and I think they got a pretty good shot. Yeah, well, three especially teams with the actual in the playoffs, but three teams this year, the last year that this can happen, but you could have three teams from the same division make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you could have the Red Sox and Tampa and the Yankees and making the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, and it would really be something to see a, the, the one-game playoff with two teams from the same division that know each other so that well. That would really it would... suck. I would really hate, you know, I'd hate that. <laughs> I, you know, just, I would hate to have the Red Sox involved in that game because yeah. you play all summer long. You have the, you have the kind of summer uh, that they've had. And then to go out there in one game and anything can happen. Any, I hate yeah. to see that happen, but it's the way it's structured. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was talking about how great it would be to see the the Yankees play the Rays in that. <laughs> but, oh, well, that's assuming there, that the yeah. Red Sox can It'll be good as long as it does, doesn't involve the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And, and talking about Soriano and A Rod, I mean, they're playing like it's 2005 or 2006 again. They're mashing right yeah. now. Uh, when you look at the Red Sox, obviously one of the best offenses in baseball and the pitching has come alive. Uh, who are some guys offensively? I mean, you mentioned Big Poppy, and I know he's he's not exactly a speedster, <laughs> but uh, some guys in that lineup that that maybe you know can step it up going down the stretch to get the Red Sox, you know, over the hump and well, hopefully lock up the division. Poppy is from right now. He uh, he can't buy a hit, so yeah. Uh, I think there's a there's a little problem there. I may sit him out, but mm-hmm. hey, look, I don't know how Bogarts is going to do, but I'm telling you, Stephen Drew has really stepped it up, stepped it up. So between yeah. him and Pedroia, uh, Ellsbury, I, well, you can name him right down. And another guy is Victorino. He's been sensational, sensational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really has. Um, so it's and you know, Kraft comes in and put. Puts a little two-out bloop single to left and scores the go-ahead runs, and the Red Sox go from there. Uh, I wish Carpet play a little more, but you know they have—they're a complete team. And if they're, if those guys if don't get in every day or kept happy, then I—I I think it's a very, a very healthy situation. But I'm a big Carp fan, and I like to see him play more. I'm a little concerned mm-hmm. about Nava, 
and I'm concerned about Ortiz. It's just yeah, uh, he made it just whatever. Gotten yeah. tired or who knows. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a streaky game, and the Red Sox have seemed to weather every bit of, you know, uh, the injuries and the slumps they face. They, they seem to weather them pretty well this year. So, Well, here's the, yeah, here's the deal. They haven't lost three, more than three games in a row. And also, it's their starting pitching, which right now is lined up. And they don't even have yeah. buckles in their rotation, and they may not be mm-hmm. able to get back in their rotation. But their starting yeah. pitching seems, seems to be as solid as, as – it's been a long time, so yeah, that's that. Yeah, no, it's uh, been a magical year, and uh, obviously we'll we'll stay tuned in to see how it turns out. Uh, Bob, I got to cut us off a little early. I know you got to go. You got to take your daughter to college. Which congratulations on that. My uh, fiance is actually going to her bachelorette party, so I got to make her some breakfast before she goes. So you I know what? Going. You're you're a good guy. <laughs> stay in touch. <laughs> All right, thanks. thank you for everyone, everyone for joining us at home. Uh, enjoy your Labor Day weekend for Joe Brillo and Bob Mazzell. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.